Welcome to Cowboyette, where we ride everywhere and talk about everything education. And we hope that you join our conversation. So today, we're going to be taking a new path. We're going to be talking about pathways. And what does that path to a career look like? Maya, how are you doing out there? I'm doing great. I'm kind of looking forward to this conversation because I feel like it's a little bit of practice what I preach in terms of challenging your own ideas because I work in higher ed and I'm an advocate for higher ed um, in terms of, you know, going to college, getting a degree, you know, that's, that's the space that I work in. But our topic today challenges that as a norm. So I'm pretty excited about this. It's just diving in right with that coming out of the gate, that higher ed, that higher ed, the term in and of itself has a, has, it, it potentially could have a negative meaning in the sense of if you're not going to this place, this potentially a four year school, then somehow you are lesser than everybody else because this is higher ed and that is lower ed. And so that term in and of itself is is possibly part of the reframing of this conversation as we move into the future because education has changed. Time in education as we've talked about the idea of going through 12 years of school to get to some sort of post high school sitting in a seat those kind of sit how measured by time is being challenged, is being challenged because of COVID, is being challenged because of digital tools, all of these pieces. And so we we really have to start right there with higher education saying maybe it's deeper education. Maybe it's maybe just it's it's a different path. But coming up with that word or redefining that word starts with changing the stereotypes for parents because the kids today are looking at careers that are drastically different than what their parents were walking into when they left high school. And so in parents' mind, they've got a definition, just like we do, of what higher education is and what that higher education potentially leads to as far as uh, hopefully financial stability, good quality, well-paying jobs, all of those pieces. But there are an amazing amount of jobs now and headed well into the future that don't involve four-year, five-year, six-degree, six-year degrees, they require much more intensive, focused, uh, hands-on. And without those careers, our society comes to a halt. And one of those situations, and I'll just throw this out there, uh, as, as Maya and I are always talking about what the next episode and what can we talk about and what do teachers want to hear about, this this episode was an inspired by you know a podcast that Mike Rowe of you know the Dirty Jobs fame does and his take on on some of the CTE uh, stuff situations out there and so we started talking about that whole definition of higher education and so we we just throw that shout out there that you know thanks thanks for the for uh, the inspiration and hopefully we inspire you to have some conversations as as well. But 
let's just take the world as it is right now. We know we're facing a supply chain issue and everybody is pointing fingers at why there is a supply issue across our, our country, maybe across the world from the boats are in the port, they can't get them unloaded to they can't get them on to semis that semis can't get to warehouses, where else can't get them delivered to stores. So you take all of those pieces and every one of those jobs in the mix of that is a very, what we would consider a very good paying position. And essentially none of them require a other sort of training. And so that four year versus institutional versus right now, uh, credentialed, how do we redefine this thing, Maya? How do we redefine what does life training, life job skills, what, what is, how do we redefine this term? I have no idea. <laughs> you know, there's so, it's such a diverse learning space. And I mean, we're talking about, and the, the, I guess the term that comes to mind is post-secondary, right? I mean, we're talking about what do you do after high school? And there's so many options. And they're driven by our, work, our workplace, right? Our workforce. We have needs in our society, and you named a few, gave some examples. I think the medical field is another example where we're just in dire straits for workers and it doesn't take you know a ton of classroom formal traditional whatever you want to you know put on that as far as going to school and going through your credits and you know getting a degree i have a friend who you know he played football at his university and got his four-year degree and had that very traditional, I'm going to go from high school to college and, you know, have this great experience and I'm going to graduate. And he's about three years in to struggling, trying to figure out how to work because he doesn't have a match between his degree and where he lives and what jobs are available. And, you know, he's tried a little of this and that and whatever. And he finally made the decision to go learn how to drive a semi, right? He's going to get a CDL and, and be a truck driver. And, you know, that's a pretty windy and expensive path that he went on to, to get from, you know, high school graduate to having a CDL and, and building a career you know, in that space, but it's a needed, you know, it's a needed job right now. And it's going to help him do all of those things that we talk about, have a, a good income and a steady job and a, you know, opportunity to build his family and provide for them and whatever, all of those things that fit into that vision of why we are educated and get a job to begin with. And, you know, I think that there's a lot of I don't know what the word is, but a lot of pressure on students to follow that path and they don't necessarily know all of their options because we don't share all of the options with them, right? They have to, like my friend, figure it out as they're, you know, following along the path. And I think we could do a better job of 
you know, we named this podcast Pathways, like laying out what the pathways are. If you are interested in the medical field, there's a definitely an educational path that can get you from, you know, point A to point B. And it depends on what that end goal is. But do kids know that they can get a degree in two years and be working in a hospital setting and have the rest of their education paid for to go as far down that medical path as they want and be making probably more than I make as a university professor, you know, starting out in, in a hospital setting as a, you know, that bottom level nurse, right. An, an RN coming out of a junior college. I don't know that people know that is the path unless they really dig in. So why aren't we sharing that with the high school kids? that you could do this or this or this or this, or, you know, there's a lot of partnerships with high schools where you can gain skills in high school so that you can hit the ground running in a career path once you leave. And, you know, I think we need to be doing more of that as well. Well, Maya, you opened up like the entire can right there. You just took the whole can of cowboy chew and popped that thing open. And there are so many things to that you touched on in there. But one that really jumped out at me when we we kind of talk about these stereotypes of, you know, what does it mean to be successful? How do you get there? It involves this and this. And, and those things have changed. And truly parents need to be made aware of it because there is a stereotype. Oh, you're only going to go to a junior. Oh, you're not even going to call it. I mean, there, we have this social stereotype with that and we have to make sure we're really highlighting all those pieces, not only to our kids, but, but to our adults and saying, Hey, you need to make sure you understand this. Maybe I'm going to twist this a little bit, but as you were talking, I was thinking about, we used to go to college. And you used to take all these classes and kids would always say, well, kids, they make you take all these classes because they just want you there for four years and take your money. Uh, colleges would come back and, and truthfully, I think, would say, you know what, we want, we want well-rounded students. We want them to take some art classes. We want them to take some of these other humanities. We want them to be well-rounded so when they join society, they aren't just all about whatever they're career topic might be. Today, the world is so much more accessible. Um, it's at our fingertips through every, through our phones or our websites or those things and, and research and options and travel and all, all of these things are drastically different than when colleges were created. And so kids, I, I just wrote this term down here as, as I was thinking about it. So we used to have, they went to college to get royal rounded, but today they have much more life rounding. And they, they get that. And so they don't necessarily maybe need, maybe they do. And maybe somebody out there would say they absolutely do need that, that well-rounded piece of college. But I think they're getting it. So if I'm going to be, as you talked about um, your friend, if I'm going to be a truck driver, that's what I need to learn. I don't need to learn a bunch about art, need a bunch about this other stuff. I can Get that and get move on and start contributing to society. If I need to be a diesel mechanic, that's another one of those pathways we, as you were talking, diesel mechanics, they can get hired by by the companies, the diesel um, shops, and those shops will pay for them to get their schooling. And they, once again, 
are immediately making, pushing six figures and then moving quickly past that because it is such a high demand job with the the technical side of it as well as the mechanic side of it. And so th- those pathways are are all over the place. When you talked about a four-year versus a two-year, I, I, I'm sitting here thinking about credential programs where uh, I, I know in, in Wyoming, well, we have the junior colleges and the, and the universities working together to try to build our labor force. And I know some of the junior colleges have credential programs where kids are in six weeks program six week programs, and at the end of that six weeks, they are they are placed into a job and they continue earning steps on their credential, but they're in a job. I I, I know that that is actually happening uh, just down the road from the university at, at Laramie Community College. So all of these possibilities there is no more four year two year that pathway how do we get there what do you want to do what do you also want to do with your free time becomes a maybe a conversation we haven't had as much with kids i think we've had a conversation with kids about what do you want to do you have to make a good living all of these pieces but maybe the other component of this pathway is what do you want to do to balance your life outside of work? Because I, a lot of our kids have seen their parents work very, very hard, and their job was their life. The generation that's moving through, as we're seeing part of the great resignation, kids are going to be able to have jobs that match or, or give them opportunities to do things they want to do in their life. Uh, and enjoy whatever those things are, skiing or hiking or or whatever it may be. That's just throwing those out. So I know I just, I, I mean, I threw it all up in the air, scattered it all around, and, and I'm going to toss it back to you, Maya. And, and what, what are you thinking now? So James, so much to think about. I'm going to jump up and grab one thing out of the air that I think is is something that's a key part of this is our students don't necessarily know what jobs are going to be available or what they want to do, right? So as they get into the world and having some experiences is going to help them down that path to figure out what they want to do because jobs are being created all the time because our society is evolving so quickly. And I think that also speaks to the research that we already have that this generation that's going into the workforce isn't in it for the long haul. They don't, you know, that investment of education in that formal space isn't preparing them for a lifelong career in one thing. They very well could be, you know, that truck driver for a bit, and then they move on to something else and something else and something else because our society is evolving. And, you know, you have to think about that balance of investment in the learning how to do versus, you know, that reward. And if I know that I'm going to have four, five, seven, ten careers in my lifetime, do I want a six-year commitment for the first one, right? Because I'm not going to put a six-year commitment into the second one. So, you know, it's a really different it's a really different path. And, you know, they have to think about all of the ways that they could get from point A to point B. And then, like you said, what are they going to do in their free time along the way? And they're really good at navigating 
the information that's out there. So I think that we just need to point them in in directions to be able to see all of the options, whether it's, you know, here's some options of things that you can do to relax or to have fun or to engage with your friends. And here's some things that you can do that are going to make you money that you're going to be able to build a life on. If you're interested in this, then how do you, you know, what's the best way to get to that? And it might be a university. You might need that depth of information and learning and training. Or it might be, hey, here's a certificate you can get and, you know, jump right in or an apprenticeship or, you know, a two-year degree or whatever. It's, there's so many options right now that I think that that's really the bottom line. We have to be able to value all of those options and all of the places that those options lead. And my, you know, we, whew, this was, this was a fast and furious ride, but you touched on it an answer ago about working in the high schools and maybe that is the piece of engagement that the high schools really need to commit to it is getting kids exposure to lots of possibilities um not just a day uh not not necessarily that to be in a, in a whole course semester but getting opportunities to be see um experience some of these positions so they start thinking about opportunities as they as they come available as they look towards graduation the last thing that you brought up that kind of makes me think about businesses are going to be forced to rein, reinvent themselves and reinvent their workforce continually. And with that, if we just look at the last few years, we can look at tech companies as a good example. And tech companies, always, you know, they had the nice campuses and you could get your hair cut there and you could get, you know, they had bars in the in the work lounges and they had fitness. I mean, you could do everything on campus. It was like its own little commune. But then COVID hit and nobody was there. And businesses started looking at, you know, what do we need to do to help people work and balance their lives? And that is a good example because those things are going to continue to shift because a 20-year-old's need in the workforce may be focused more on their free time. And a 30-year-old may be more focused on their family commitments. So businesses are going to have to continue to reinvent themselves on the components of their workforce um, to stay, to, to, to keep their workforce and keep it trained uh, because it's not just about money anymore. It's about opportunities and it's about those other pieces. Totally right, James. And I just want to add one little thought at the end about education is we just need to pay attention so that we can evolve to match what's happening in our society. Well said. We cannot get up on our, even though we're on horses right now, we cannot get on our white horses and think we are above all this. We've, we've got to continue listening and looking at how, how the world, it is a changing out there. But this ride has just about came to an end. And wow, we hope you share this and we hope you comment and give this to a friend. Let's let's create better conversations out there. And let's keep building what we need to do. But with that, it's time to let the ponies go back to the go back to the stable. So head them up. Move them on. Move them out. Head them up. Head them up. Move them on. Cowboy head on the run. <laughs> <laughs>